0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TheDustralProds.com, video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Which today we have? Alex?
1: I'm here.
2: Hey, are you man? Doing? Uh, I don't know how to respond to the Eeyore just now, but I'm happy to be here. I was not expecting the Eeyore,
0: and I feel like it kind of worked into the bit that I talked over the ending bit of his Eeyore. <laughs> just a bit of accidental going with the bit.
1: Thanks for talking over me. I'm sure it'll be just fine.
0: Yeah, totally. We probably wouldn't have that problem if we had an editor, but I'm all we got. So fuck it.
1: (coughs) Fuck. I'm dying. Can't afford an editor can't even afford games.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can definitely afford me because I'm not worth much. Anywho, speaking of not much, Alex. <laughs> wow. I
2: just make, wow!
0: I didn't mean to wow. I didn't mean to. that make that sound like a personal attack? Uh, it just when we were talking beforehand, you said you didn't have much to talk about this week.
1: I don't. I'm still. Wor- I'm still working on Is Eight and the Dragon Age Inquisition. So.
2: Oh, you're playing so, Dragon so, Age Inquisition. Yes, uh, you're playing so, an American game.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. All right, so I, I guess I guess I have to recount the tale. Uh, tail for you again. So I really liked it when it first came out, but I bought the PS3 version because I didn't have a PS4 yet. And uh, when they just basically decided to stop supporting the 360 and the PS3 version of the game, I was like, well, screw you, Bioware. I don't want to play your stupid game anyway.
2: But so you really I sold didn't
1: it. it. No, but then, like, it was on sale. The the complete edition was on sale in the, the PlayStation Network sale like a couple weeks ago for only $10. So I was like, Ugh, all right, fine. You win this round. I guess I'll play it if you're going to bribe me with it for cheap.
2: <laughs> you win this round, EA. Yeah. But I'll get you next time. The
0: Consumers next Business Report time. is coming out soon, worst company in America.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I uploaded, I uploaded my save from that the that PS3 version, fun. but I had to I did, well, I did delete and uninstall the game like five times because one of the files for the DLCs wouldn't download properly. I don't know why. Uh, that's weird. And it and it wouldn't let me load my save as a result. And I want to start over again. So I, I spent like the majority of the day just like, okay, it's downloaded. Does it work? Nope. Okay. Delete
2: uh downloading uh, games so totally differently. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I I've beaten Dragon Age Inquisition like four times now and like that was after a few dozen restarts every time, so...
1: I wanted to play a specific character, but I didn't want to make another character of one I'd already made, because I just didn't want to do that. If I was like, well, if I got to start again, I got to pick a new class. I, I, want, to, I want to finish that Night Enchanter playthrough, because that looked cool.
2: It is really cool. It's also really overpowered. <laughs> like, It's one of the most powerful classes in the game, so
1: good Instead, choice it's not, quite the, it's not quite the same as the origins like magic user where you just like oh haha I use my stats to equip different things now and then you're basically where, just a warrior where, where with you, crazy defense yeah where
2: you become a spell sword because you found the perfect combo of things to make yourself invulnerable to all damage forever I was a rogue yeah you chose the wrong class
0: I had fun with it <laughs>
2: Oh man!
0: I have never. I do not. I, I'm pretty sure. Like when I play games like this, I never look at like okay, what is the, what is the best optimized build? Oh no,
2: me. no, it's not like that. Like I just like if you if you can wield magic, wield magic is the thing.
1: Eh. I just never play a rogue because I find like the most entertaining party members are also rogues. Yeah, That part is already covered. I, I like playing fast
0: characters.
2: Up their own asses are casters, so you can leave the casters behind.
0: I really like playing fast, quiet characters.
2: Yeah. Which never make sense, makes sense to me when you're forced to have a party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, alright, I'm going to sneak into this building.
2: We're coming to! <laughs> thong, 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 tong, tong. This is, not, uh, this is not to speak against uh, Rathgar, Bothgar, um, Thomas Wake, or, uh, oh God, what's his current Graham uh, Magnus Stoub. It's not like any of those guys are so loud that they completely get, get in the way of the rest of the party sneaking, ever.
0: Well, to be fair, Thomas wasn't loud. He just kind of sucked.
1: Yeah, he really sucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, James.
1: But I don't think that matters in Dragon Age because as long as one character is stealth, I don't think it matters how loud the other character is. As long are. as the
0: player is stealth,
1: yeah. It's like as long as it's, it's, like, uh, it's like it's like like when you're playing Mass Effect and you have the cloaking and as soon as you turn the cloak on, like all the enemy AI immediately forgets all about you and just like it's like, "Oh, like, there's a guy right next to me." Oh, never mind.
2: My favorite thing to do with the cloak in ME3 was to cloak, run up to a guy and just start punching him. <laughs> <laughs> Until <laughs> he finally realized I was there.
1: <laughs> well they get smarter. If you if you cloak directly in front of a guy, he'll still shoot at where you can obviously be assumed to still be. Oh uh, my- in two, where if you cloaked right in front of a guy, they would immediately turn around and just completely forget you were over there.
0: Oh, must have been one, the wind. One of
2: my favorite combos from Andromeda actually was utilizing the cloak with like the light speed boost, uh the biotic slam ability. So you'd cloak Get into a good position, biotic slam, and
1: then just start meleeing a motherfucker until they're dead. I almost bought Andromeda for cheap too, but I was like, no,
0: don't. That, that's the right I'll choice. That, that is the right choice.
1: No, it is not I, worth I, it. I'm like, you won't get you like you. You can't bribe me that easily. Especially, Especially since Dragon they abandoned End. their DLC ideas
2: because they could have potentially done something with DLC. They abandoned but the they franchise. Abandoned it. Don't say that. Also,
0: that's that kind of is not really. It's kinda of not really a solution because they still released a busted ass game.
1: He really. I mean Dragon Age 2 had some pretty good DLC. That didn't really fix the problem that the original the game was kind of boring and ended just when yeah. it was supposed to get good. And of, and of course the one big expansion DLC that might have fixed that, they cancelled because they said, Well, if nobody liked two, let's just go right to three. Let's just forget all about this. That's yeah. probably the right choice because three is pretty good and two is not. Inquisition is awesome. It
2: is one of my favorite like game. Not quite as good as Origins, but you know. I actually think it's better than Origins.
1: Of course I've what? beaten the game, so Heresy. Yeah, I haven't I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. I'm I'm now at the point where I have to go to that fancy not-French-countries party. Ah, olé. And deal deal with all the snooty nobles with their creepy masks.
2: The characters have more character, in my opinion. There are a greater variety of characters. It's a more interesting story because it actually feels like, you know, you have a chance to do something instead of not. (laughs) because it's like it's like okay you didn't choose the one crucial path of having sex with this character uh now you die. Uh, so goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. that's that's uh, one uh, of the yes. things that kind
0: of turned me away from the from Dragon Age Origins. It was it was kind of an archaic RPG like a throwback to like really old school stuff where if you fucked up and didn't go down the right skill tree you just couldn't win. Yeah. Kind of like a like system shocker Deus ex where like if you don't put like we're like, hey build my character this way and you reach a door and it's like, oh your hacking needs to be li- this level. I have no way to get supposed to do that.
1: Well To be fair you can respec. You just have to buy an item that lets you do that.
0: Yeah that's still not it's still not really great. Uh,
1: yeah but it was like yes you must have you must have this certain build or else you can't win.
0: Yeah that's restrictive. Like, like yeah, it's like it's the whole idea of the whole idea of RPGs is to an extent player choice. Like it's still you are on this story doing this thing doing whatever, but you are given the option of you can kind of play it how you want with your own strategy, your own builds, your own stuff like that. And the idea is that that's supposed to all be a viable option. But with a lot of those old RPGs, so- it is you have to be a little bit in everything if you ever want to win.
1: Well, mm-hmm. some some I mean, some obscure builds can work. It's just you can't just like pick skills at random because then you'll you won't have anything good. Yeah, but like, it's a
0: matter, the, of, but it's a matter shape- of like if the you want
1: shifter class, which is like most people think is terrible, but can actually work really well if you know what you're doing. It's terrible. It's terrible. I but people know what made. I'm doing. People it's have made terrible. builds that
2: works. People, yeah. yes, builds. I works. know what I'm doing. It's terrible. <laughs> 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 you could say, oh, you could potentially. No, it's terrible. Like sure, there are some unique, arbitrary, backwards-ass strategies that can work. It's terrible. The shapeshifter—if you pick shapeshifter, you made the wrong choice.
0: And the fact that people—the fact like people say that—is kind of a problem. Like within within RPGs, I think. There shouldn't be a wrong choice in making your character. I don't feel
2: there i i I say there should be unoptimal choices, but there shouldn't be a wrong choice no cause you should never have someone be able to tell you you were wrong and be right about it,
0: yeah. It'd like per-
2: sure
0: be like playing Persona. With, you, ha- you have your own skills and everything, and you have your own way that you like playing Joker or whatever. And then someone comes in. Why are you doing it wrong?
1: You're still using Arsene? You're playing wrong, man.
2: I actually did an scene playthrough uh, recently of Persona 5. How was it? Yeah, well, very difficult. <laughs> it was very yeah. difficult. Because cool. like he stops gaining new skills after a certain point, so you have to sacrifice a uh, persona to get new skills. And like his stats aren't very good.
0: Well, yeah, he's your so, he's your starter who doesn't really like, yeah. like he only he can only level up so much before just the world outpaces him.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, so it's like it's it's very difficult.
1: But, I got a decent build off of him, but I was I was in a replay and I just like Put when you, you get time that
2: time final cutscene where he respawns. Yeah. And it's like, yes, I have returned to you for this final one." I'm like, motherfucker, you've been by my side. Yeah, bitch, you never left. Like, I sacrificed you and then I immediately resummoned you and, like, sacrificed the other persona to you so you could get stronger. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
0: I come back to you now at the turn of the tide.
2: Of course, I also had and Nile for if something got too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just had a satan isle equipped at all times
0: <laughs> just sitting there it's like as soon as our scene falls alright yeah fuck this Bam.
2: it's time fuck this I'm having too much trouble satan isle <laughs> easy mode activate satan isle really is easy mode <laughs> once you've unlocked him if you use him in uh, later playthroughs Wait, like, he starts at wow. level
1: 95
2: <laughs> <laughs> like what did you think would happen <laughs> oh, oh no, that's
1: exactly what I thought would happen He starts <laughs> at level 95 and he resists everything
2: No, I don't think Does he resist everything?
1: He resists everything
2: Well,
1: uh, he was weak to something uh, No, nope. he isn't he he is weak. Weak
0: to, nope. I'm, I'm looking at his stats He is weak to nothing Resistance to physical gun, fire, ice, electric, wind uh, Psychic, nuclear Absorbs curse Is immune to bless And
1: he is inherently almighty
2: Okay, okay. then. Never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> yes. I thought he was weak to something.
1: No, that's usually that's usually how the bonus.
2: No, actually works. like it, it the the best everything. in my opinion, the best persona for the early early game is uh what was his name? Uh paper foldy guy? I can't remember his name. Oh to that fucker. Yeah, I rolled with him. Cause he's paper. immune to physical.
0: Yeah, so, so it's like just, reflects physical. So it's just fucking cool. You just So
2: it, you just like go through the early part of the game with him saying, Nope. No, no, you, you attacked me, no. Yeah, like, like my <laughs> first playthrough... Um, like, my, f- yeah, yeah.
0: my first playthrough of uh, Persona 5, I got him, like, halfway through the game, and then he was with me until the final boss.
2: Yeah, uh, he's especially good in the bank, because, like, all of the Oni use physical attacks.
0: Yeah, he's great. It does kind of suck, like, there's no... There's no like deadlock state. Like, cause, cause if you ha- if you have someone who reflects physical, get get attacked physically, and then it reflects do- then it reflects to someone who also reflects physical, it's just one reflection and then block.
1: Well, yeah, oh, that, was- that would be Otherwise, horrible. The would and Otherwise w- the game would hang forever.
0: Well, no, it would be just kind of hilarious of you just hit it, and you just go, and it just does like the sound effect just a ching, 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 block.
1: So just there isn't uh, just like
0: for a second, just just a fucking second. I kind of wanted just that idea of just this infinite recursion loop. That then just ends with, then just ends with fucking Igor coming up. It's like, just fucking stop, Jesus.
1: This hap- that happens in Final Fantasy VII if you both have reflect up, and you cast a spell, it just bounces from character to character to character to character until one of the Reflects wears off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't mean that like it like it gets like faster and faster and faster and like it takes it takes a total of like three seconds for it to resolve that's what I was looking that's what I'm looking for there's this little joke that they put in there the first time you do it and then after that it does and after that it does like the reflect to block it's a small thing but it would make me happy Yes. that's what video games are about, right? Making me happy?
1: Actually, yes. Video games are about making an individual happy. Video games are video games are about making the player happy, not specifically dead.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Video games are about making dead happy. And only I me. They weren't making They were
1: making it in Japan going like, "We need to do this because of one Canadian guy who is very tall and also apparently very large."
0: Yeah, they just open up of Yeah, they just they just open up their fucking like spy program and just see like intermittently between me crying as me discussing Persona and they're and they're just like okay yeah we'll tell her to this guy
1: we need that guy looks like happen. someone we want to please
2: well <laughs> maybe uh the uh maybe they'll hear this in time for to make
1: one small change to Persona 5 uh Royale as they're, as they're watching in the, on their spy satellite
0: yeah, yeah it turns out I'm, turns out I'm real big in Japan
1: no you're real big everywhere dad
0: Yes, but I'm like popular in Japan. Nah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, Alex. Anything else?
1: So, uh, I, I'm I'm still wandering around the abandoned island in Is uh, Eight, looking for Dana, who still hasn't shown up. But I'm pr- I'm pretty sure there is an actual character named Dana because there's this blue-haired, important-looking girl on this one of the screens who has not shown up yet. So I'm guessing that's her. But no, I'm just wandering around this abandoned island killing people and making my castaway village. <laughs> like Gilligan's Island, except with swords.
0: So the, are the people you're killing, are they like natives?
1: No, 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 animals.
0: Okay, people. you said people.
1: Oh, uh, did I? I meant, I meant creatures.
0: Yeah, because if so, that game has a very different message than what I think they were intending.
1: No, 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 no. I don't think there's any natives, just you know, animals that want to kill me.
0: Just, oh, we landed on this new island. There's but to be people here.
1: There soon soon won't be. Shing. We have ways of fixing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, natives, would you care for some blankets? It's quite
1: chilly. Oh, no, not that
2: reference.
1: (laughs) There is one guy who has a gun, so, you know, he could be like, oh... (laughs) I know how to fix that.
0: <laughs> it is one dude with a pistol takes over an entire island.
1: No, it's not a no. It's not a pistol. It's a rifle with a bayonet.
0: It would be funnier if it was a pistol.
1: I actually think it's funnier that it's a rifle
2: because, like, tribal culture is move in close and then smash. So, like, he can't fight them half the time. That's that's what the bayonet's for. He
1: has he has a. Uh... Yes, he has a mysterious prototype weapon that had never been seen before which is a gun <laughs> it'd be it be dresses in all black and has a fedora
0: it'd be great if it was like 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 a gen one kind of gun it's basically just a cannon you could carry because I'm pretty sure like old school guns were just like the barrel of a gun with like a giant like blunderbuss style opening that you just like put on a couple sticks and then lit on fire.
1: Tally-ho.
0: And that was the first gun.
2: Allons-y.
1: <sighs> and that's about it. I, when you're playing two very long games, I didn't have time to try anything else yet.
0: Fair enough. In Caveman.
1: So,
2: Borderlands 3. Yes, a new video game. It, it's, it's a good game. <laughs> It, it's a good game. <laughs> I, I, You guys are lucky that I'm here to record instead of continuing to play Borderlands 3. <laughs> I I love it. Um, I'm currently pl- playing through as Zane. I plan to do a playthrough with every character. But... Uh, like, I'm currently playing through as Zane, who... Uh, one of my favorite things that they've done is... Every character now gets three action skills, and you can assign them as you wish. So, like, I currently have, on Zane, I have two action skills equipped because I can replace his grenades, which I never use, with one of my action skills. And I've got the uh, fighter drone, and I've got the uh, clone um, equipped to Zane. And Deadman knows this because we're playing Borderlands 2. I love it when I don't actually have to do any of the work. So... (laughs) He really does. Oh, you're one of those players. Well, no, I do, like, get into the firefights quite a fair bit. But I also suck at shooters. So having a means for me to actually be able to succeed without having to suck ass at shooters is pretty baller. Um
1: get good get gooder or if i I'm could pretty, i'm pretty bad at shooters too
2: or i could just let the game you know fight for me and just go through this really interesting story like so far like the story has not failed mm-hmm. to entertain um, so just there are a few before before going too deep into it i guess just for those who don't know
0: who say haven't followed the say haven't followed the marketing or anything like that like say me
2: uh, who is Zane? Zane is one of the new Vault Hunters. He is the operative. Um, he is a Irish male uh, with. Uh, he seems to be older because his hair is white, and uh, he's basically the sm- uh, fast-talking, smart Alec of the group. You have the Siren. Who? Let me just bring up the information on all these characters because I. I haven't actually played them. Yeah, she was like, I, I did, I did
0: like f- see some of the early trailers and then just kind of fell off of it. But I do remember her. Uh, she was the, she was the one I was looking to play. <laughs> because I like brawlers.
2: Ah, Amara, who is a brawler.
0: Yeah, I, n- I never actually played a siren um, before in, any, in either of the other games. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's basically the brick of the group. Yeah, she, she looked cool. She looks really cool. Uh, you've got Flak, FL4K, who looks like a fucking Geth. Because he's fucking lead Haxors. <laughs> he looks like a Geth, and he's got like a fuck ton of pets for you to pick from. <clears throat> I don't know what Am- anything, anything about Amara's abilities because I haven't looked at any of her gameplay. She punched. But Flak can, can summon beasts and just fuck shit up. Uh, Maz has a mech, which is awesome. Like, she's probably going to be the second character. I play through uh, cuz giant robot What how big uh kind of like I from from the advertising material it looks kind of like the size of uh um but my brain just turned off Kind of like the size of the uh like lifter from Alien
1: uh yeah, it's not a giant mech, but it's not bad. But it's not it's not Gundam sized either.
0: It's a bit bigger yeah. than Lagon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: actually, it might be the size of Lagon. Now that I think about it. Um, but uh, uh, Lagon, uh... Lagon looked like height wise, he was just a little bit taller than Sh- than Simon. Yeah, and honestly, like, I haven't seen I haven't actively seen it, so I don't one hundred percent know. Because again, I have not played as her. So I haven't looked at any of her stuff. But um. I, I absolutely love... <laughs> I'm loving this game. Uh, there's much... There's fewer moments where I'm just like, fuck this piece of shit. I want to throw a controller through the TV screen because this boss is unbeatable. Fuck this noise. Um, and, like... I still have had some of those moments because it's Borderlands and I'm playing alone and it's really a game that's meant for a group. <laughs> like, Seriously? Excuse
0: the fuck out of me! I don't have money.
2: Um, I don't okay, have money see, to buy it on PC, so we would be keep playing it back back anyway. To that problem. Yeah, it is a, a chronic issue, in my opinion, with Borderlands that they completely <laughs> ignore the difficulties of single player. Okay. For a second, I
0: thought you were going to say it's a chronic. It's a chronic issue with games. It's or a with chronic us. issue
1: with Dead Man that he doesn't have any money. <laughs> it's a
0: chronic issue with us where we don't say, have money. I mean,
1: I mean that's so true. that's also a chronic issue.
2: But um, support our
0: Patreon, yeah. Patreon.com/suggestorprods.
2: Show us some love, people. Show <laughs>
0: Give us, some us money love. so we can talk bullshit about video games.
2: And if you do so, we'll might, we might uh, review some shitty thing that you want us to. The please
0: right, don't. We, act, we actually will don't make us you. review something. If you if you contribute ten dollars to the Patreon, then you could decide one of the things we watch or play.
2: Please don't make us. Don't.
0: <laughs> the one, the one and only person who did that, our one and only ever patron, he made us watch one of the fucking worst anime ever.
2: I can, I can think of a few things that I would make people do, and I <laughs> hope that the people aren't as mean as me. Um. They're
0: worse. <laughs> like I feel, I feel like, I feel like as soon as I fucking, as soon as someone like signs up for that tier, I send them a message saying like, "Hey, we're not watching snuff or porn."
2: Oh God. what? Just wait, what happened to Let's Fap? That was a joke at best. Aw, oh, dead. We'll
0: make fucking Let's I, Fap. Uh, we'll make I, Let's Fap when you finish SimSest. The video series. I have finished SimCest. <laughs> the video series, not your own personal playthrough.
2: Well, it's gonna be easier now that I know how to do it.
0: For whatever reason, when I for whatever reason when I go out, I go out like on walks at night, and I was thinking about Simsess, and for whatever reason, I was thinking of doing like a Richard Atten, like a Richard Attenborough style nature documentary about Sims.
2: That would actually be a fun way. Oh my god, that could be how I do it. I could just record the footage, and then the two of us could watch it back together and comment over it.
0: Yeah, it was good. it was gonna be like a like you sent me like an hour of footage, I it down to like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Be our first scripted content. Mm-hmm. Well, semi-scripted. Semi-scripted, semi semi-improvisational.
1: Well, you didn't watch it live. This is fake.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, Loading Ready Run is actually a really great uh, term for this.
2: Anyway, Borderlands. Um, Scriptivized. That was it. I, I, I am definitely loving this game. Some of the things could be uh, could be improved. Like, I definitely have an issue with certain aspects of it that I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, Oh, the villains. Uh, God Queen Tyrene and her brother the Leech. Because I can't remember his name and that's what she calls him, so.
0: (laughs) God Queen Tyrene and Kevin.
2: No, It's like more than like it's something more than
0: that but like the great villains the god queen tyrene and her brother joseph and that's it <laughs> uh, I, I just i love just really stupid juxtaposition of names like that and he
2: has stepped away sorry uh just had oh. a quick thing that I had to deal with. Um, you died. <laughs> yeah, no, like he, like he's like the God King or something. But I think like his name's like Troy or something. <laughs> the God King Troy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be better. The King of Troy.
0: No, it's God Queen Tyrine and God King Troy. Just said with that break in it, so that because it's just really, just really awkward.
1: I am the God King. Troy.
0: There are some who call me
2: Tim. <laughs> uh. What the hell? Yeah, his name is Troy. His name is Troy. I actually did remember it. <coughs> so far, it's looking like all of our favorite characters from the previous games are returning, so there's that fun. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's Borderlands, so, like, I, I am having an absolute fucking blast with it. Like, I don't, I, I there's not much more I can say at this point. Okay, then. thought I have a plan, then? Uh, pretty much. I haven't beaten the game. Uh, there are certain story elements that I do not wish to discuss because they feel very spoilery. Uh, a lot of your favorite characters are returning. There's some new mechanics, some old mechanics. They got rid of some of the boring shit that just was, you know, space filler in the previous games. Uh, the, there seem to be fewer side quests, which bothers me a little bit, because I love the side quests. It seems to be like they replaced a lot of the side quests with monotonous challenges. This is like, oh yeah, you get a challenge, do things, and see the world, and it's like, You put, like, random map pieces for me to explore and find, and that's it. So, like, am I supposed to be impressed? Okay. It just, it bothers me. Um, Yes, you're supposed to be impressed. Be impressed. Be impressed, damn it. I'm hoping the DLC will fix my problems with the uh, lack of side quests, because you know there's going to be, like, 80 bajillion pieces of DLC, and I bought the Game of the Year but Not the Game of the Year edition. The, like, tier below the Super Special Deluxe Edition that gets you all the DLC. And the
1: not-quite-Game-of-the-Year-but-still-pretty-good-Game the, edition.
2: And the Steelbook. I, I I really wish I didn't have to take the Steelbook, because I hate Steelbooks. They're so fucking, like, dentable. And, like, permanently dentable. All the... This- I don't like bill books.
0: Yeah, they people treat them like they're fucking some kind of special thing, but they are really just kind of not. They're, they're just, it's 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 literally putting more effort into making the thing that holds the game better that doesn't actually make it better.
2: Yeah, it it'll protect the game slightly better, but then the case will be destroyed more easily. Because the the steel case is stronger, but it's also more more likely to dent, which means it's more likely to actually damage the contents if it does dent. Yeah, because isn't the steel book a plastic case inside?
0: Because isn't the steel book like just made of tin?
2: Yeah, it's some cheap ass metal. Like it's, it's hardly worth the time. We
0: made this out of used Mountain Dew cans.
2: The gamer's choice. Honestly, I would approve of that more than just giving me a steelbook. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least then they're doing something good with their time.
0: No, it's just, like, just the cover of the game, just like a bunch of Mountain Dew with the names scribbled on in Sharpie.
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's just three Mountain Dew cans taped together. Yeah, graphic
0: design is just, graphic design is their passion. <laughs> <sighs> All right then. So I guess. Let's see. Anything else, Cave?
2: Um. Buy Borderlands three so that they'll make uh, DLC.
0: <laughs>
2: Apparently, companies are getting bitch ass pussy about actually putting out DLC now. Oh, it didn't sell exactly as much as we wanted, so we're not going to make a, the DLC.
1: Fucking EA. We might get accused of gambling again.
0: That that's a whole other issue and also peep like I uh, I keep I keep I always keep getting fucking conflicting reports about what people are pissed off about with video games.
1: Okay. Like I'm sure I'm sure someone somewhere is pissed off about everything.
0: No, yeah, there's that, but also like remember like a couple years back when the complaint was companies need to stop making games for DLC?
1: Yes. Yeah, I do. I do actually. And now, and, I never and now, understood that.
0: Yeah, and now, caveman. Well, the, well, it's because the, it's because what they were doing was, hey, let's put out a game. It's not complete at all. We'll put out a DLC to complete it later.
2: Yeah, that's a problem. essentially
0: charging people full price for part of a game.
2: Yeah, and then that's charging them for
0: the rest of the game. And what you just said, Cave, it's like, hey, there aren't many side quests. Hopefully when they release stuff I can pay for, hopefully when they they release the stuff I've paid for, it will actually add side quests.
2: Uh, No, I'm like... I also am like... I'm fairly certain I'm still only like halfway through the game, and I'm hoping that it'll open up. As a matter of fact, the area that I just got through had like seven or eight side quests for me to do all in that area. So, like... I, I I think I'm just early enough in the game that I have not yet have yet to see. it. But I'm also fairly high level, so <laughs> I'm not like in the previous games. This would be where I'd be getting to the end of the game, so I'm not sure.
0: Hmm. Anyway, so speaking of three, I've been playing Darksiders three. This franchise is fucking weird.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because... I thought
1: you were going to say Dark Souls 3. Right? <coughs> I was no. like, why would you do that to yourself?
0: I am not a Souls guy. But Darksiders 3... So the Darksiders franchise is a very fucking weird series to me because each game is so wildly different from the last while still maintaining this fucking Joe Matarera ludicrous design art style to it. And the changes they make, I don't fully understand. Because for those that don't know, Darksiders is a, is a game series uh, originally published by THQ, then fucking all the assets were bought by THQ Nordic, which was a different company, Nordic Games, I think. And the premise of it is you are playing in each of the games as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And as the games progress, this, this, uh, story begins to unravel of this bizarre conspiracy to jumpstart the uh, jumpstart Armageddon and the war between heaven and hell.
1: All right.
0: Yeah. In the first game, uh, war, the guy, uh, where he plays war, uh, you land in, you land on earth After hearing the call, hearing the horn that sounds the end of the world. But none of the other horsemen show up and the actual horn wasn't sounded. So then you have to progress through the world trying to figure out what the fuck happened. The second game you play is Death, who is trying to find out who set up war and help free his brother. In the third game, you're playing as Fury. You know, the horseman of the apocalypse, Fury.
2: Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: And she is sent down to earth to collect the seven deadly sins. Okay. Because they were also, cause they are somehow involved in all this too. And then there's this, and then there's the other This is the, the people in charge called the charred council, which are just three stone mouths that are on fire and they apparently they apparently have the have power over the four horsemen.
2: Okay.
0: And Makes sense. Yeah, totally. And we have yet to see the final horseman, Strife.
2: I'm starting to question my own sanity. <laughs> yeah, like Fury
0: and Strife are the parts that make the least amount of sense. Because, like, I get that you couldn't really go with Pestilence or Famine. Like, Famine makes the least amount of sense. Pestilence could work. And if they went, like, Old Bible, they could have Conquest. Because I'm pretty sure that Either fa- like wh- either famine or pestilence were new additions. It was originally it was originally war, death. It was war, death, famine, and conquest were like the original, and then at some point conquest Yo, got replaced jeep. with uh, famine or pestilence. Yeah, but conquest could fucking work, and so could kind of pestilence. I. Just like a lot more poison-based, a lot more like bleed damage-style attacks, as opposed to famine, who just kind of looks at people and they get hungry. Just famine I've just turns
2: it. Done, I, I've done all of the four horsemen as like enemies in D and D games, so like you could rock each of them with their own play style that would work. Uh, the way I did famine was I actually had a uh, life leech effect. They would literally drain the... Uh, the. They'd make you hungry by stealing your essence and feeding themselves with it. You know what I mean?
0: No, yeah, I get you. But these are all like very action-heavy series.
1: They're yeah, all very, they're so all very action-heavy
0: make- games, and so I'm thinking of with their... Like World of Warcraft fan fiction style art, how they'd you be able to make him a
2: melee brawl. and like his attacks give him health and take the enemies away, which is exactly what I did.
0: Eh. I don't know. I don't even know the. Re- I don't even know the reasoning behind them fucking making the change. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. So, and each in each game, the style of game is also pretty wildly different. Like in terms of in terms of like basic mechanically, uh, they do have similar stuff. They all have a uh, Z targeting. They all have like combo light and heavy combo stuff. Um, but then the actual like overall design changes kind of wildly from game to game. With the first game being a more Zelda-esque style game where you have like an overworld that you go into like dungeon you go into like dungeons and stuff and eventually you have to go over you like this overworld map that you have to like go to places you previously visited to collect pieces of this tr- of this like ancient power to seal away some kind of evil. Uh going into the Darksiders 2, it is more RPG focused with you changing your weapons for better static weapons, you having sub-weapons, having optimal builds and stuff The world is also a lot more open. Uh, It still has some of that like Zelda-esque dungeon stuff, but it is more, like I said, open RPG style. And then you go into Darksiders 3, and they're aping from the Souls games. Where it is just a large open world, uh, kind of segmented off, kind of not. Uh, You don't have like a map or anything. You just have like a, uh, basically a compass at the top of the screen that tells you where your objective is. Uh, don't really get side quests or any way to track quests. It's just, hey, go to where the skull says, and then you fucking progress. But every time you die, you go back to the last uh, cobra hole, I think they call
2: it. Oh, my. Oh.
0: Which is where one of the few regularly recurring characters, uh, this demon merchant, shows up and you feed him souls. And then he gives you experience points.
2: Are they darkened souls?
0: Uh, No, actually, the souls are pretty bright.
2: That's good. It's always nice to hear.
0: Yeah, they are very brightly colored screaming faces. Mm
2: -hmm. So pleasant.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just just brightens up a room. Like Christmas
2: lights.
0: (sighs) And yeah, so playing as Fury, uh, she has a whip because she's the girl. And... Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if Darksiders is a franchise for me. Because I've played all of them. And. They're not bad. They're just kind of eh. Like, pretty much every, all of those games, kind of from top to bottom, are. Like, solid three out of fives. All of them, basically, from what I've played, at least of three so far. They are all competent enough that I can see people being fans of them, but still have enough wrong with them that I don't like that would push me away from the actual franchise. Like, everything feels very, like, late 90s Image Comics.
2: That's one of the reasons why I never got interested in them. Because of the way it looked and felt. Like, I played the first one and never touched the others.
0: Yeah, like, uh, if anyone out there um, is familiar with uh, Joe Matterrare, I believe is the name. Let me just double check that. Uh, This is amazing podcasting. Yeah, so uh, anybody who's I- familiar with Joe Matt Herrera, um, it is no surprise that he's the one who did the artwork for these games. Uh, he is involved with the... He involved with development of the series. Just take fucking Joe Matt Herrera's uh, comic book art style and then make that three-dimensional. And it all has the same style of like writing as those old-school stuff, of just taking what is old school take taking like biblical stuff and these very like epic stories and then making them as metal as possible cuz like when war first fucking shows up his sword is made out of like fucking like 19 skulls that are all screaming he's like this fucking like 8 foot tall fucking brick shit house with one arm made entirely of metal and his face constantly hidden in shadow death is just fucking ripped like his, like he—he he isn't a skeleton or like a skull face wearing a cloak or whatever. He's just a fucking shirtless blue dude wearing a skull, quote unquote, mask. Aha! And then Fury is what you would imagine a guy like Joe Matarera drawing women would look like. She so looks a
1: very a clear
2: and respectful version of the female form.
0: She kind of looks like Witchblade. If Witchblade gave her more clothes.
2: Wow. <laughs> At least they gave her more clothes.
0: Yeah, like more clothes. Yeah, like it's kind of weird. Like o- the only real like exposed skin is the face and the like the bicep part of the arm. Because you have like gloves covering the forearm and then everything else is covered up with a like metal suit. It's odd to describe. Uh, but what is this? So odd to describe is furious character so far. She's a fucking bitch.
2: Great.
0: Yeah. uh, One of the elements that they have in this game is the idea of the makers, which are ancient creatures that are not really on the side of heaven or hell. Uh, They just kind of of exist in the middle and they make weapons primarily. But in this game, one of the makers that you meet is actually attempting to try to save humanity. Uh Uh-oh. And Fury meets him. And... A human just straight up walks up to her and is like, yo, fuck you, bitch. All this goddamn angel and de- devil bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> just calling her out on everything because because the second she fucking shows up, it's like, oh, you're why are you helping them? They're fucking shitty monkeys. Fuck all you assholes. And then and the dude suddenly goes, "Go yo, fuck you. And she's like, I like you. And only agrees to actually help the maker in rescuing humans when it cause benefits her. And there's also her watcher. Uh, the watcher was something introduced in Darksiders one. I do not know. I do not remember there being one in Darksiders two. But in Dark one, it was voiced by the. It was voiced by Mark Hamill, and he was just this weird little imp thing that kind of followed you around and gave you advice.
2: Oh, so it wasn't doing the Joker voice? No, it was. Awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, that
2: makes it acceptable.
0: Yes. Meanwhile, in this game, you get. A, meanwhile, in Dark three, you do get a watcher, and she's a female watcher, but she is way more subservient.
2: Yes, Master. Yes, Master.
0: Uh, Well, she calls him Mistress, because, you know, she's a lady.
2: Yeah, but I do an eager voice, so it's Master.
0: What, you saying Dr. Frankenstein can't be a woman, you fucking
2: bigot? No, I'm saying that Master could be used to refer to either gender, and that those who specialize in single genders are actually the ones being bigoted. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to start this shit, Well, end this shit.
0: Oh, fuck
2: Anywho, yeah,
0: it seems like over the course of the game, uh, like Fury is gonna develop humanity.
2: Well, you don't start off by making you yeah, hate this character that much. That's the thing I don't even. Hate I, her. I haven't even played it. And i hater.
0: You're saying I don't hate her. She's just kind of unlikable. Not to mention you she your watch, not to mention you treat your watcher like shit, but that's fucking whatever.
2: Yes, master. Yes.
0: But yeah, talking about like the over-designed characters. That is actually a big problem I have with this game because it is like a Dark Souls. So you die fairly easily, and when you die, everything respawns. So it's best not to die. Unfortunately, a lot of these characters, especially the bosses, are. So over designed, it's hard to tell what is a detail dangling off of them and what is them winding up for an attack.
1: Oh yeah. The Dark Soul strategy of being killed thirty times until you memorize their entire pattern and know exactly what to do and what not to do. And that's how you get good.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh
1: and that's why I stopped after the first boss.
0: Yeah, uh I, I just I recently used
1: to play them out right.
0: I just recently fought uh Avarice. Which is great for anyone who for anyone who doesn't like English and he was this like weird Faust looking motherfucker with like a giant bag of gold on his back and so and so like when we, when you are fighting him and when you are like say Z targeted onto him he he himself is so small that he actually kind of hides behind fury and his bag of gold is the main thing that you see because his fucking bag of riches is like five times the size of him.
2: And let me guess, you don't deal damage when you target that.
0: Uh no, actually, you don't target the, you, don't, you don't target the bag separately from him. Like if you hit the bag, you hit him.
2: Okay, that's good.
0: Yeah, the bag is essentially is a part exactly of him. Good thing. But the thing is, the bag doesn't attack you. The thing that is hidden behind your character does. <laughs> So it is you trying to see elements of a very small man winding up behind yourself. Trying to avoid attacks like that. It is not great. And I actually died to him a couple
2: times. You died to a tiny little man? Yes. Where's your shame, dead? Where's your gamer's shame? I don't know,
0: man. I don't know, man. I fucking lost that shit back in twenty eleven when I started doing a podcast.
2: Uh, I never had that shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just kind of working my way through this, trying to get to the end of it, trying to actually beat it before I say whether or not I just straight up dislike it or like it. But so far, it's... mm, It's like... it It is all the good parts of... It's all the good parts of a Dark Souls game but just lessened with all the bad parts of a Dark Souls game just lessened. That's what what all these fucking Dark games are. It's just, hey, if you like... A lesser
1: version of the other game?
0: Yeah, it's just, hey, if you liked this archetypal style of game, you will like this one, just not as much.
1: Are you giving it more of a shot than I gave Dark Souls (laughs) 3?
0: Yeah, I'm also giving it more of a shot than I gave Dark Souls 1. Cause I got that on PC well, as part of a Steam sale, got hit by a bowler. Then asked for a refund.
1: Wow. Well, I only played three, but like, I, 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 it took me like a day to beat the first boss via just like memorizing his pattern. And then when I asked other people online, like, so what's another? Like, no, that's what you have to do. That's how you get good. <laughs> you just have to get killed by everything a million times until you've memorized all their patterns. And I was like, no, this is I'm not. I don't want to go back to school. I. I did. Is, I have. This isn't poor strategy. I just want to have fun. Okay. I guess I'm not playing this game anymore.
0: I did enjoy what I did play of Bloodborne, but I just kind of fell off of it because I,
1: I actually have Bloodborne, but I've never played it.
0: It's fine. It's it's Dark Souls esque, but just faster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. Thank you. <laughs> fair anytime someone tries to advertise something to me as dark souls like I just start laughing maniacally as I walk away from them because I'm
0: not I'm not trying to sell you on I'm not trying to sell you this by saying like yo man you fucking love dark souls right I'm just saying this is a game made by people who made dark souls it's just faster
2: yeah I have actively had people say man dark souls is the shit so play this and I'm like I hate the very concept of dark souls why would I play that and they're like, no, nah, man, you'll love Dark Souls. I'm like, no, no, I no, won't. I, wouldn't. <laughs> I enjoy beating games. I've played Dark nah, Souls. I know
0: if I enjoy it or not.
2: I don't have to play Dark Souls to know that I would despise every second of. I my wife would take the game from me <laughs> because <laughs> I'm one of those people who, all right, I died to that boss. Now, time to get slightly angrier as I move on to fighting the next boss. <laughs> All right, time to get slightly angrier. Okay, I've died 17 times now. How much angrier can I get? Oh, there goes the heart attack.
0: Ah. Anyway, last thing I played was uh, the other game that came out for PS Plus. Siders 3 was one of them. The other one was Arkham Knight. That game's still basically all right. That was actually one of the last games I reviewed. I reviewed it when it came out and I think I gave it like three and a half out of five. And it's still sitting basically around three. Just, it is, it's fine. The Batmobile fucking sucks dick. But other than that, it's basically fine.
1: But that was supposed to be the best part of the game.
0: It's the worst part of the game. Because, and I just actually heard this criticism recently, and it fucking makes the most amount of sense I've ever goddamn heard. The Batmobile just takes what you were already doing in those games, but makes you do it in a tank.
1: But didn't you always want to drive around in the Batmobile? No! Not particularly.
0: That's not the point of fucking Batman. Batman is not his car. Batman is the fucking free-flowing combat system and the stealth.
2: That would seriously be like playing the Spider-Man game and then them forcing you to ride the Spider-Cycle for half the game. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: I'm pretty sure Batman uses his vehicles more than Spider-Man uses the Spider-Cycle. Yes, but it's not important.
0: Yeah, like in in this game, they build this massive open world to make you, to like incentivize you to use the Batmobile. But... People had, but they already fucking introduced like the grapnel system and the gliding. So it already felt fucking great to get around the world. So they then forced you to use the Batmobile at every fucking turn. Half the fucking Riddler challenges. Are you driving the Riddler? to Dead prove he knows,
2: t- Cause he just put himself through that psychotic bullshit.
0: Yes. The fucking Riddler to prove he is smarter than you has you run a racetrack. That's it. That's the whole fucking thing. And the final racetrack he makes you run, he takes away control from you. Because up until now, you—he he's had these little fucking barricades that pop up that you were able to fucking access with the push of a button. It's fuck, man. I got everything. I did all of it, man. And now I'm going through New Game Plus where I do it all again.
2: Why?
0: Because I want the trophy noise. I want ding, the fucking ding, thing ding. to go bling, and then I got the thingy.
1: You have a problem. Of course, I fucking do. I play all video right. games and be like, "Yo, dudes, look, I got a trophy too. I'm cool." Yeah, it's, it's been a while like, since it's been a no while since I last got it's it been a while since I last got planet. a
0: fucking platinum trophy, and I was like, "Yeah, I might as well get it. It's Batman." And then it's like, "It's like, all right, yeah, so let's go into this fucking thing. I got to do 15 combat moves. All right, what do you mean I only did eight? I literally counted." <sighs> Okay. And then another, another one is like, hey, use all five fucking, uh, use all fucking five weapons in your goddamn Batmobile in a combat without getting hit. All right, I used four. Then I got shot out of nowhere because for whatever reason, the timing on the fucking lock-on changed. Well, fuck that. Hey, yeah, get five perfect shots in a row with your Vulcan can without getting hit. All right. Missed. 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 Because you have to fucking in your tank while avoiding while avoiding being shot, get five. Just just you just fucking hit once on the fucking trigger and then hit a goddamn small little fucking radar dish on a fucking on a fucking tank that's like half a half a city block away from you. And if you hit the tank once but avoid hitting but miss hitting the fucking radar dish, then that just fucking fails automatically.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna stay away.
0: That is, only for the, that is only for the fucking uh, trophy that isn't actually part of the game.
2: I'm going to stay
0: away. You still just have a regular old fucking giant gun. You know, the thing Batman uses, a gun.
2: I'm going to stay away. <laughs> I fucking hate the I'll be though. over here playing Borderlands 3 going mildly insane because some of the bosses feel completely impossible unless you have very specific weapons.
0: Yeah, Arkham Knight fucking still annoys me.
2: Oh, We drugged our cat earlier with some catnip <laughs> and she's now just like she's just being the cutest little thing just like fully licking the entire length of her paw just to get the front of it wet enough to wipe her face. Why would you do that? <laughs> just for
1: amusement? We should drug yes. the cat. It'd be fun.
2: Yes, just for amusement. Is there any other reason like seriously, is there any is there any better reason? I have to ask. Probably. Well, but eh. I mean.
0: Anyway, that's what I'm playing. Then, <laughs> news-wise, we have some. That's oh, so the first up. Something that pretty much only I will care about because I'm the only one who plays Apex Legends. Uh, some details have been released about uh, season three, which they're calling Meltdown. Ooh! Yeah. So, uh, with season three, they'll be introducing a new uh, character. Uh, the character is named Crypto, and he is the uh, super dog. Uh, no, it is Crypto with a C, like cryptocurrency. Was-
2: oh, so crypto like Cryptosporidium? Sure, just for all humans.
0: No, I got, I got that, but I'm trying to actually think of how to... Like, it's Crypto spelled the same way as Cryptosporidium. But he's not the same kind of character.
2: I, I, I'm just... I'm I'm being an asshole.
0: I can never tell with you.
2: It's best to just assume.
1: <laughs> assume, yes.
0: But anyway, so according to material relief for the thing, uh, Crypto's main abilities will involve quote specialized surveillance drones to stay in the fight to stay in the fight and out of the spotlight sounds like a weirder character so I'll probably enjoy playing him uh well' also be uh, the new season will also be introducing a new battle pass which will have stuff to it as well as a new weapon a charge rifle I haven't been super a fan of like the chain like the new gun they've added large because I haven't been able to get them because they keep just falling in because they call because they fall randomly from drop pods and someone else gets them before I do always fun yep but that's that uh, season 3 meltdown comes out on October 1st and I'm looking forward to that I I have I fallen off playing apex but I still enjoy the game moving on from there Uh, so in Asia uh, there's going to be released for the Switch a twin pack featuring Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII remastered. And while they are releasing exclusively in Asia, they are releasing with full English translation.
2: Well, you'll be happy about that.
0: Uh, which you?
2: Uh, well, the way you sounded, like it sounded like you were excited about that, so I assumed you.
0: I was trying to put on an air thing because people are interested in that.
2: They are? Probably. Okay.
0: Final Fantasy 7 is, for a lot of people, their favorite game for some reason. Okay. I liked it. And I've heard a lot of love for Final Fantasy 8. And so getting them on a modern console, but only in Asia, but since it has a full English translation in Asia, they'll be able to import it and play it in English. Okay. Hooray. Yeah, but it's currently up for pre-order for 50 bucks on PlayAsia.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Okay, then. Well, what do you actually care about? Yakuza the fucking 7. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yakuza 7, subtitled Like a Dragon.
2: Subtitled Turn-Based Strategy Game.
0: Yes, because it's a fucking turn-based strategy game. <laughs> Sorry, not turn-based strategy. Turn-based RPG. Sorry.
2: Yes. Turn-based RPG.
0: Yes. You, you assemble okay. a party and then use and then go turn and then go turn-based fighting just <laughs> random encounters.
2: Which that that's just
0: kind of neat. Like now that they finished up Kiryu's story and are moving on to a new protagonist because they are moving on to a new protagonist, uh, a man by the name of Ichiban Kazuga, who is a member of the Arakawa family, which is a subsidiary family of the Tojo clan. You know, like yakuza. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so this all takes place also in a new um, region of the game that I don't that I don't believe has been shown yet in the series. Uh, it is now playing now taking place in uh, Isazaki Ichi, Ichinjo Ichinjo Ichinjo. I can't pronounce Japanese names for shit. Yes, a district. In Yo- it's a district in Yokohama, yeah. and our new guy much like Kiryu uh, is sent to prison uh, to take, taking the fall for the crimes of someone else in the family. He then serves 18 years and is released from prison. However, it's not great because no one's there to meet him and he's just kind of. Pfft. So he decides you yeah, fuck this shit. I'm gonna go get mine. And then begins climbing up the ranks to go fight his former Yakuza boss.
1: Since I was put in prison, the best way to to rectify this is to become a Yakuza again.
0: Yeah.
1: Go back to doing crime.
0: He went to prison for Yakuza, so he might as well become a Yakuza on his way out.
1: So once you're in, you never leave.
0: Yeah. I mean, he still has all ten fingers, so why would he leave? It's true. You gotta leave one of them bitches behind when you leave. Unless you're Kiryu. Then someone else has cut out the finger for getting you out of that (laughs) Yakuza. It's still the funniest fucking thing. Just fucking early day Yakuza. The fucking like year two of him being a Yakuza. He gets... He he, he has to leave. And then someone else has to cut off their finger for him leaving. (laughs) That's great. Anyway. I don't get it. Play Yakuza's ear and you'll get it. Okay. And I guess I should context. When you want to leave the Yakuza, you have to cut off one of your fingers. <laughs> kind of how they do that stuff. But anyway, so Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, it'll be coming out in Japan on January 16th, 2020. And it'll be coming to America later that year in 2020.
1: Woo! Hooray. Yeah, I
0: can't fucking wait. By that point, I will have played and beaten every mainline Yakuza game. So... It'll be good to have something to fall back on and go and, like, try next after I finish Yakuza 6. I can't wait. This shit looks neat. Uh, Kasuga looks like a significantly different character than Kiryu does. Like, he's a lot more disheveled and unhinged looking. Like, his, his character portrait is just him in a red suit with a, like, white undershirt as opposed to Kiryu, who's white suit, red undershirt. And just his hair is like just fucking ridiculous. It looks fucking neat. And I want to see how the turn-based combat will work with Yakuza. Anywho, moving right along. Uh, Death Stranding. Got a whole bunch of fucking news about that.
2: I've heard of that.
0: Yeah, so at the Tokyo Game Show this year, um, uh, Hideo Kojima sat down for with for a 48-minute gameplay demo. Uh, that kind of like delved more into the actual gameplay and such of this game. Because up until now, they hadn't actually shown what kind of game this was. <laughs> and it mainly talked about it, um, describing it as a strand-based game. A what? Exactly. So, in the gameplay demo we uh, that was shown off, uh, we got to learn some stuff. Uh, for example, the... One of the main things that you do is a uh, distribution of weight stacking game because Sam, our main character, has to carry everything on his fucking back. And as you are running around the world, um, you will also begin to lose balance and thus have to keep your, and thus have to like maintain balance as you're running along the fucking world.
2: No, thank you.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, as you are Makes prepping, sense, I guess. Yep. As you are prepping with all of your stuff, um, all that stuff is stacked stacked on your fucking backpack, which then will depending on the distribution of the weight, determine how well you can fucking actually walk through the world. You can scan the environment to find areas of like difficult terrain and like slightly more difficult terrain that will make you more likely to fall over.
2: That sounds stupid.
0: It sounds like Hideo Kojima. And as you go throughout the world, um, you will occasionally like.
2: I actually have to stop you. Why do people keep giving this man work? Because fucking people love his games. But this sounds actively stupid, and you responded with, this sounds like Hideo Kojima.
0: Yeah, people still put out games with random encounters and weapon weapon degradation.
2: Yes, that's true. I will stop arguing here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a real problem with random encounters, but I despise weapon degradation with every fiber of my angry being, so... (laughs) Yeah.
0: So the way, yeah. So as you are progressing through the game, you will reach certain areas or like complete certain objectives, and once you turn around and go to an area you've already been, you will find new stuff there, including footprints, other people's equipment, and ladders and such that you'll be able to use. And that is basically what it des- That's basically how it's described as the strand system, I think. Where, where you are not the only one exploring this world, but you are the only one that you actively perceive. So say you are. So say you are like going across like a gap in the, in like a like a gap across like a cliff or over a river or something, and you put down a ladder and walk across it. You then go to your objective. You turn around, and go to that same river. There might be a second or third ladder there, which then you using it will send the person to put that ladder there alike. Because apparently connecting connecting a country is also a social media experiment. I don't know it's fucking weird Uh, as you also progress through the world uh, your stamina maximum will occasionally will like begin to decrease uh, as well as like wear and tear on your boots so you'll have to swap out your boots uh, treat blisters that you get as well as massage your own shoulders and to uh, like take some time to fucking have a quick nap to recover all your shit also just fucking play like hang out and play harmonica to make the baby strapped to the front of you be happy
2: There's a baby?
0: Yeah. Yes, uh, they're called bridge babies. Uh, People who work for this organization that do this job have these bridge babies strapped to them that um, basically do something to connect you to this weird ghost plane that has now kind of taken over the world.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Yep. It's fucking weird. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that they delved into with this uh, with the gameplay reveal um, IGN, they posted a they posted like a fully translated playthrough, like they posted a video completely translated in English. If you want to find out more about it.
1: But yeah, I fuck. Particularly?
0: I I'm
2: kind of interested. I'm primarily confused.
0: That is a more appropriate reaction probably. But like it, as Kojima has gotten away from like gotten more into like modern game development, I've been more interested in the games that he makes. Because like I was never a fan of like the old of like the original um, Metal Gear games, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I the first Metal Gear Solid game I played for realsies was Metal Gear Solid Five, and I really enjoyed that because it felt like a real video game, and not just some weird shit that, that Kojima made.
1: It's not some weird commentary.
0: Well, no, it is probably some weird commentary, but like I remember in like the previous games, it would be like, all right, I want to shoot this man. Alright, I press this button to ready the thing, this button to go into first person, this button to actually aim with it, and then I and then I shoot him. Whereas with Metal Gear Solid 5, it is, I want to shoot this guy. I pull left trigger, then right trigger. Of
1: course, because the point the point of Metal Gear is not to shoot people, it's to sneak around in cardboard boxes so you don't have to shoot them.
0: Yes, but even then it's a matter of like Like, oh, my health's slowly decreasing. I better go into the fucking, like, I better go into the fucking first aid menu. Oh, look, I have leeches on me. I better burn them off than treat the burns.
1: But again, how does this man get work?
0: People like his idiosyncrasies. It's the same way the fucking Witcher franchise took off.
1: I mean, for a while, he didn't get work for a while. Like, they didn't want him to do anything.
0: Yeah, but then Konami... Just gave him a chance, and he made fucking some of their most popular games. And then Konami fired him
2: because yeah. he's insane.
0: Actually, kind of. Actually, he was developed. I think in development of Metal Gear Solid Five, he spent millions and millions of dollars developing an engine to use in that game. Meanwhile, they meanwhile some other dude was making the money hand over fist with a uh, with like mobile games and pachinko shit.
2: Yeah,
1: pachinko shit. Yeah, uh, that's where the real money is made.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: Pachinko and gotcha games,
0: and I'm not even—we're not even being sarcastic about it. Like it just is.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's annoying, but it's true. They're uh, too busy slaving in their eighteen-hour workdays to play any actual games. Yeah, it's on mobile.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, if you want to find out more about uh the Death Stranding stuff, that whole gameplay demo is out and translated in English. I am weird, and I'm weirdly interested. I'll see. What happens with that game?
2: You've already sold me on not buying it ever because of your description of that one mechanic. I would lose my fucking mind because I play Tetris when I pack. (laughs) And it's not healthy.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Another other News. Uh, new releases wise. The only thing of note for this week, uh, really of note anyway, uh, is Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for the Switch.
2: And the Switch Lite.
0: Yeah, that's that's a fucking thing, I guess. People are into it.
2: Hey, I'm getting one. I'll finally actually be able to enjoy
1: my Switch games. <laughs> What's the difference between the Switch and the Switch Lite?
2: Uh, so the One's Switch. an actual handheld console instead of being a TV console that they can kind of use handheld.
0: It's basically—it's basically, it's basically you just take the switch, make it slightly smaller, and make the uh, Joy Cons unable to be taken off. Ah. Uh, it also I was can't.
1: Thinking about getting a switch, I just yeah. have to find one that's being eBay cheap enough.
0: It also doesn't fit into the dock. Woo. Yeah. So it is. It's just they took the switch and then made it not being able to switch.
2: So you know you what's going to happen, you, right? You can't put it on the TV then. Some third-party developer is going to come out with a Switch Lite dock. That is going to happen. And everybody's just going to be like, why?
0: Well, no, some third-party person is going to come out with a Switch Lite dock, and everyone's going to go, that's not how that works. I was like, it's okay, you send me your Switch. I'll fucking put in the stuff that'll make it work.
1: It's okay, I'll I'll saw off the controller. It'll be
0: $300. On top of the purchase. I'll
1: reattach them by wire. I'll just... I'll just forcibly convert it into a regular Switch.
0: Yeah, it will only cost you an additional $300 on top of whatever you already paid for it.
1: Easy, right? $200. Well,
0: now you... Yeah, the system is $200. I think you spend $300 to make it work on a TV. Makes sense. Yeah, it's like those people who fucking uh, were selling like the... 3DS capture cards. I was like, "Hey, you either buy a new 3DS and mail it to me or mail me your pre pur- mail me your already purchased 3DS, and then about a month and, and then about a month and a half, I will send you back a thing that I Frankenstein a capture card into."
2: Yeah. Well, let's players need it. So,
0: yeah, unfortunately. Like I know that I know that like whatever legal reason about emulators, but, like, come on, man. Anyway, uh... Next week, to, yeah, there's kind of just nothing super big coming out, unless you're into, like, Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch.
2: Which
1: might be how I get to play Dragon Quest XI. <laughs> I was gonna say, he hasn't played it yet. It might be how I get to play it. Apparently the Switch version is better, somehow. Yay! I'm
2: getting it for the Switch! Decision <laughs> made! Eh,
0: yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, might might have to rethink about doing this stuff at the end of the thing. Anyway, that's good for this week. Thank you for joining us. It's a short show this week, but
2: fuck it. <laughs> we gotta redo our entire structure because we just really weren't into it this week. We don't have much to talk about. Woo! Thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back.
0: Tumble with more of this shit. Until then, I'm dead.
1: <laughs> and I'm, oh no sorry Alex I was gonna let you go first but okay and I'm first and I'm Alex <laughs> and I'm your now we'll see you guys next time
2: <laughs> goodbye a wonderful time <laughs>